Hey guys, it's Courtney and Ariana, and this is Through the Grapevine, where two friends sip celeb wine while spilling celeb tea. We're back, and to right, um, right off the bat, get into it. I guess this week we are two friends. Oh yeah, sipping hard, sparkling tea. hard tea while, while spilling tea. celeb tea. <laughs> So, go ahead and explain okay. what is our quote-unquote wine, wine of the week. Wine of the week. This week's wine of the week is is not a wine. We're, we're cheating a little bit, but yeah. just roll with it, people. We are... We gotta get what we can get in stores before we start ordering offline. <laughs> um, this week's right. wine of the week, we'll just keep with the theme, is Loverboy by Cal Cook and Amanda Batula from Summer House on Bravo. I have not even taken a sip. I'm about to open it now. That's, okay, here we go. And I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I opened it before uh, we started recording and I took a sip and I was like, oh my God. And I, I made like this foul face and Ariana was like, that didn't look great. I was like, well, I'm going to get your live reaction then for the pod. So. Um, it's not like absolutely We're terrible. So the the um, flavor, there's multiple flavors of the hard tea. The flavor we're drinking is hibiscus lime. Is that what you have? I think that's what I got yeah. you. Okay, just making sure. Um, so Wait, if you watch with pomegranate, yeah, it's a lot of flavors. Like it's a what? lot happening in there. It's. I guess it said sparkling because I was like I wasn't expecting it to be bubbly. So. When I was looking this up, and I mean, I watched Summer House. So if you watch Summer House, you know, you've seen, like, the entire creation of Loverboy throughout the show. Um, it is probably the only thing Kyle actually cares about, um, including his is wife. <laughs> so, he apparently loved to drink Twisted Teas, throwbacks from uh, people who like to drink drink for cheap back in the day but he looked at the calories and was like oh my god i can't do that because it had 24 Uh grams of sugar in it Uh so he created this which has zero grams of sugar and only two carbs which isn't bad and they're only 90 calories so it's kind of like drinking like a seltzer water not seltzer water but like a seltzer i I was gonna say it's quote-unquote organic but i guess under the ingredients it's organic brewed tea so the tea's organic and nothing else um it's gluten-free i mean if you want a healthy-ish drink maybe we should have tried like multiple flavors or something yeah like you said it's not it's not bad if you like twisted tea you might like this it's just i don't like the sparkling aspect of it yeah doesn't need that Actually, I think it would be much better if it wasn't sparkling. Maybe I, I, just, I, am, yeah, I think I agree. Should have let this go flat and then, <laughs> then drink it. <laughs> Shake um, it up a bit. Lover boy. I do like the idea of drinking this and I'm not going to have a headache in the morning, though. Yeah, that is super nice. Unlike the one. And it's not super sugary. Oh, sick. Yeah. Maybe we should try him again. Okay. Because Kyle has expanded... From just the hard teas to now he has um, canned cocktails and spritz. One of oh, those canned cocktails is. is an espresso martini. Oh. 
which would be nice i feel like yeah absolutely um yeah maybe we just got a bad flavor okay mm, i don't know this one's weird he has a mango peach kiss with chili pepper I feel like I'd like that flavoring on food, but as a drink, I yeah, exactly. And I, I like I like tahini on a oh, I went to Mexico oh. and instead of doing salt, with okay, the, yeah, humble brag. <laughs> <laughs> and instead of doing salt on tequila shots, they did tahini and game changer. Have you had tahini on watermelon? I don't like watermelon, but I've had tahini on mango. Okay, Ooh. okay, I was gonna say on mango too. Oh yeah. man. It, they did it, it right with the tahini. I mean, I truly have never used it on food except for fruit. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how you cook with it regularly, but... Put it on the room of a margarita like you guys did with the shots. Ooh. Next yeah. time I'm at a restaurant. I don't have, I don't have margaritas good. at home. I don't drink at no. home except for doing this podcast. This? Yeah. Uh, pretty much the same here, I guess. I used to always have like a couple glasses of wine a night and then I cut back. Because we drink every more or less. week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but now I'm pretty much like this podcast. And then, you know, if I'm out on the weekend, then I'll get a glass or two there. I've cut down my wine consumption, which is probably good for my overall health. But uh, that is up since we started the show. Um, so <laughs> Kyle from Summer House, him and Amanda are coming back next season, apparently, which next season of Summer House should be pretty good. We're going to get an engagement between Lindsay and Carl. Congratulations to them. They got engaged this weekend, and it was, of course, recorded for the show. <laughs> um, Amanda and Kyle got married on the show, and their whole wedding planning was a whole storyline for the show. And Amanda's his mm-hmm. business partner, but he, Loverboy's like his baby. And Amanda just kind of helps him with it. And the big fight on the show was like whether they should sign a prenup because Amanda comes from like some family money. And he was saying, she was trying to get him to sign it, but she wanted half of Loverboy if they should divorce. And he's like, mm-hmm. I don't get any of your family money, but you get half of my hard-earned money. Um yeah. But another big thing is he's like $4 million in debt through Loverboy. Oh. So. Oh. Debt splits in a divorce. Maybe you should start adding some real sugar in this. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to change up this <laughs> recipe a little bit. Um, yeah. <laughs> but if you watch Summer House, it's so funny because they name drop Loverboy so much. So you know how you'd be like, hey, do you want to like go to the pool and like you want to grab some drinks and go to the pool? They're like, hey, yeah. let's grab some Loverboy by Cal. And go to the pool. It's like, we get it. It's your drink. You saw it. it. Blah, 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 yeah. blah. And they wear like Loverboy merch, which I kind of do like the Loverboy merch, Damn. to be honest with you. But I'm not going to. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like a much. snob when it comes to merch. Only because I'm like, why am I giving you more money? Yeah. No, I feel that. I feel that. Uh, I'm already I mean, giving you my time and my attention. Why should you get m- more of me? <laughs> Yeah, eventually we'll start selling merch, and I'll change my stance, but... <laughs> yeah. But for now... But for now. It's a waste As long of as you're paying us in your attention, then... We'll take it. We'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, <laughs> let's, go into, let's go into these stories of the week. Okay. 
So, our first topic of the week. There's a lot to cover here because I don't know if we've covered everything, which I'm sure we have regarding. Don't worry, darling. I think we. Um, not but I'm going to do a quick. The very beginning. Not since we talked the, about this. Yeah, I don't think we've talked since about he served it since, her. Since Jason since served Jason Olivia. Since Jason served yeah. Olivia Wilde. Papers. Let's take it yeah. to the so beginning. So I'm going to do a. Yeah, I'm going to do a quick um, rundown about past dramas, I suppose, and then get into this week, because this week Olivia did a cover story for Variety, so I want to lead up to that. Um, So in the beginning of casting, uh, what is now Harry Styles' part as Jack was supposed to go to Shia LaBeouf, and Florence was always going to be um, in the role for, I believe her name is going to be Alice in the movie. Yeah. Um, but there was quickly talk about um, Harry had signed on because Shia had left the movie at that time. We were unsure why. And I think it was a blind item on Dumois saying that Florence didn't like this blossoming relationship that was coming between Harry and Olivia because it was taking away from Olivia actually doing her directorial job and Florence had to take over. And as Which, we were... We'll talk about it. I don't believe that at all. Yeah. But go ahead. <laughs> um, as we were... As we were told, apparently, um, Florence just got really aggravated by seemingly Olivia was more infatuated with Harry than doing her job, so she had to take over and yada yada. Um, so then that brings into question the speculation of when Harry and Olivia got together, if it was around the time that Olivia and Jason Sudeikis were perhaps still, uh, they were only engaged, they were never married, but they were engaged, um, and they do have two kids together. Yeah. So, people have also noticed recently that um, uh, Florence hasn't been doing as much promotion for this movie as she does for her other projects. Uh, Usually, she puts them all over her Instagram stories and posts. And when people started noticing that she wasn't paired with the speculation back during filming that she was annoyed with Olivia, they started to think that there might be a feud that was happening. And... So that's been all kind of like under the like floating at the top of the don't worry darling drama ocean paired with Olivia and Harry's new relationship. Yeah. Um if Florence said anything, she said maybe a week after the don't worry darling trailer came out, maybe 2 weeks ago, um she was kind of annoyed by the response that it got online saying that Actors don't go into this business to have these sex scenes on camera um, because in the trailer, it's Harry going down on Florence and she was very annoyed that people seemed to be basing the entire movie around Harry Styles Yeah, going down on her rather than this being like an actual project. Yeah. So then that's going to bring us to... Olivia's variety cover. Um, it more or less contradicted everything Florence had said, because Florence hasn't made very many, if any, statements about this movie except for what I just said. And Olivia's entire variety cover story was more or less about what it's like to be a female director in Hollywood yeah. and that this movie is about uh, female like empowerment and wanted to depict female pleasure in a very natural way that wasn't supposed to be like overly seductive and for like the male gaze it was supposed to be for women enjoying it because yeah. it's always depicted wrongly 
Um, and was basically just contradicting anything that Florence said. Also in this, uh, she discussed that her separation from Jason Sudeikis, she said that there's a reason that relationship ended, didn't really go into it, referring to her being publicly um, served, served the, yeah, publicly served regarding the ch- children's custody, which went in her favor. Uh, the kids get to live in L.A., I believe, rather than he wanted them in New York. It's stupid, not, sorry, the custody request okay. he had, and I'm a Jason Sudeikis fan. It's bullshit. He wants their kids to live in New York when they have never lived in New York. If he wanted to make a fight about them living in Europe, that's okay. They right, but they don't have to live in. They yeah, he hasn't lived in New York since he was on SNL. Right, he wanted them to live in Brooklyn. I guess like during the school year, Um, but Olivia has been divvying up her time between LA and. Uh, England and Jason's been in England shooting Ted Lasso so I can see why the judge uh, ruled in favor of Olivia so all that just to oh I should give uh, one more well I can I can say this towards the end Um, the Venice Film Festival is coming up it is this weekend I believe the movie premieres on September 5th because it's like a week-long event Um, and as of right now and I can't see anything changing Florence Pugh is only um reportedly going to be at the Venice Film Festival no other premiere for this movie just this opening Mm -hmm. and I can't see this changing I have stuff to say but I'll wait I'm now gonna get into the meat of this story yeah there's a lot to lead up to this so first it was uh on Twitter it was saying that Harry was making three times more than Florence um, Olivia addressed this, saying that that was never the case. They were paid equally, if not, or maybe not equally. Maybe Florence was, was paid more. Yeah. But to me, that didn't make sense. Harry's only had a side gig role in Dunkirk. I don't yeah. understand how he would have ever made more than the leading actress um, in this movie for his second role ever. But we are here for Shia LaBeouf. So in the variety piece, Wasp, Wilde also claimed that Shia was fired to keep a productive and kind cast from his combative energy. And if anybody remembers, Shia was and is. He's an abuser. He has allegations yeah. from FK, FKA Twigs? Yeah. That's her full... Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> he definitely is. There, is. there is no getting around this. Shia LaBeouf is an abuser. Uh, I guess, though, as we are learning, he is 600 days sober. We should also throw that in there, that he is... Trying to be better for the birth of his recent child. Um, mm-hmm. Wants to be a better dad and human. So, in this Variety article, Olivia said that she had fired him because she wanted to keep, you know, a very peaceful cast and um, on-set relations. And it was to protect Florence, and she was the lead of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, a lot of this article was based around Olivia, this female empowerment, this female, you know, for it. And I'm not, and I'm not doubting that she isn't, but just to give people who haven't read this a clear idea of this entire variety piece. Um, so it was about how she fired him and 
that was it. Like, we can't have this kind of man on our set. She then hired Harry, who Harry was apparently her first wanting all along for this role. Which, that doesn't make sense to me, because like I said, he's only had a side gig piece in Dunkirk. That's what you have to say to sell the movie. (laughs) Yeah, truly. So then Shia this week. um, Ben got in touch with Variety, the same publication that uh, did Olivia's article, saying that he was in fact not fired from the production, but he chose to leave because he did not have time to rehearse for this role. And if anybody knows Shia LaBeouf's acting... Um, he is a, um, method, a method actor. So it takes him in the worst uh, or way, whoever does method. Yeah. In the worst way, quite a long time to get into character. And he's saying that he didn't have enough time to rehearse And Olivia, you know, this is what he said. You know, that, you know, that's not true. I don't know why you're lying. And then he released a video to variety, um, of Olivia in the car begging for him to come back once he had, I guess, stated that he wanted to leave. Um, And in this video, she referred to Florence as Miss Flo, saying that maybe this is a wake-up call for Miss Flo, and that if she really commits, and if she really puts her mind and soul into it, maybe you guys can make peace. So the idea is that maybe Florence didn't want to work with Shia, and she was against the whole idea. No. And... Go ahead, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So now... Twitter and the internet, to be fair, is um, lighten Olivia up, saying that if you were really such a feminist, you wouldn't have made Florence, who is your lead, work with a known abuser. Shut up. And that is where we are. (laughs) I just have so... I just don't know... Well, one, we've talked about this, like, personally. The internet is... was waiting for a reason to, like, not like Olivia. They're so mad that Jason Sudeikis never once said, yeah, she cheated on me. Um, They were so Mm -hmm. mad that Jason Sudeikis was like, I didn't want for her to be served in that manner when she got served. Mm -hmm. But let's be very clear. When they announced the cast of Don't Worry Darling, when it was Shia, Florence, and Chris Pond, Mm -hmm. Florence posted how excited she was to work with Shia LaBeouf, how excited she was to work with Chris Pond, how excited she was to work with Olivia Wilde. And... Shia dropped out in, like, August 2020. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The stuff about FKA Twigs didn't come out until December 2020. Oh, December. I'm sorry. Okay. So maybe there's, like, Hollywood stuff that, you know, me and you didn't know. Because everybody's heard crazy Mm -hmm. stories about Shia LaBeouf. But even during COVID, he was still getting hype. He was doing those weird table reads. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And he just put out um, Honey Boy. Yeah. Like, the, the movie about his his own, like, childhood. And then he had another movie with Dakota Johnson that I saw that I actually really enjoyed, but I can't remember. But he actually just came out, like, yesterday and said that Honey Boy was not actually about his childhood, which is so weird to oh, me. well. He just used it to, like, hype up the movie. I... But... Oh, yeah, yeah. For Flor- okay, and I like Florence Pugh, and I like to watch her stuff, but I think mm-hmm. that she is, like, I do not want the Harry Styles fans on my ass for being, like... Mm. I don't care about yeah. this whole thing, so I'm just going to shut mm-hmm. up. And as far as not to impress, she's filming Dune in Budapest. So, and it's a Warner Brother movie? Because we were t- I was looking this up. Because I most of the time, you're contracted to do press as part of a movie. And it's right. impossible to get out of. It was a huge fight 
20 years ago when Monique did Precious because she was saying mm-hmm. that she didn't have to do press. And they were like, you're an Oscar contender. You're doing press. Like, what are mm-hmm. you talking about? And the only way I see her getting out of doing press is because Don't Worry Dar- Darling is Warner Brothers and so is Dune. Dune is so much obviously the real moneymaker for Warner Brothers that they're going to be right. like, we would rather you not delay filming for Dune and go <laughs> do... We'd rather you film than do press for Don't Worry Darling. Film and do press. But I just... And Here's this is not- my... Yeah. I But I see it also that if it's Warner Brothers, then they will do anything they can to put her both. Because the more she's seen, the more... And people love Florence Pugh. The more she's seen, the more that she promotes, the more the movie's already going to be seen. I mean, if Harry's fans are backing it, it's going to be seen by yeah. quite a bit. But Florence Pugh does have, like, her own avid <laughs> fan base. But, but I, don't I would see... just think, because it's also Warner Brothers, they're going to push her as much as they can. I can't really see them... Especially if they just, like, fly her out for the L.A. premiere or, you know, like that. I just think that... I don't think that she has as much control in this as people want to think that she does. Like, hmm. I would just think Warner Brother would like push her to do more, I guess, because it's with both. Maybe. I just. I don't, know, but... I don't think that this I mean, is like be one or two ways. I don't think it's the power play her fans think it is, and more more yeah. than her fans, the Olivia anti fans. <laughs> Yeah. The Olivia haters. Now, did Olivia get what? caught lying? Yeah. But are we going to sit here and make Shia LaBeouf the good guy? Fuck. No. no. Like, no. everybody's praising him for calling her out. And I'm like, guys, this can be a situation where yeah. no one wins. The only person that's looking... Say... Go ahead. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say that this can be a situation where two things can still be true. Shia LaBeouf is still an abuser, and Olivia Wilde still lied. Okay, yeah. Um, But also, this is me just, at this point, not giving a shit about this movie anymore. Because I think that mm -hmm. the premise of it's not that great. (laughs) Right. I'm gonna see it. And we're still not entirely sure what the premise is. We just know I can tell you off the... I'll tell you after. I read a good part about it. Um, yeah. Well, I just know it's about, like, uh apparently a male controlled like simulated world simulated world yeah like a uh, stepford wives type basically situation so and she just tries to escape i guess yeah i'm not a thriller person i thought it was like a romance movie so i was really excited and then the trailer came out and i was like what the fuck is this um (laughs) (laughs) no i've known it's gonna be a psychological thriller which are right up my alley like if I have an alley, it is, it is that. But I just, yeah. So I don't even know what I was about to say. Oh, Olivia Wilde lying. I don't care that much. Mm-hmm. If this was a man lying about, did I fire him or did he quit? This would not even be a fucking story. Right. And as far as people I, saying, I, go ahead. Go ahead. When people saying that Florence stepped in to direct, no, Mm. that would never fucking happen. First of all, I love her. She's a great actress. They don't let you 
just step in and direct multi-million dollar films. They would, one, fire Olivia and replace her with an actual director before they would say, yeah, Florence, you take over. Second of all, there's like a director of photography who's basically the assistant to the director. There are producers. Mm -hmm. There are cinematographers. There are just people that would come in before... Before the actress. The 25-year-old actress who has no directing history. Yeah. Yeah. I'm... I want to try so... And I know what's the Harry Stan in me. And it's nothing that I hate Olivia, because I really don't. I've actually always really enjoyed Olivia. And she has... She does not need to explain herself. That's... But that's also, like, contradicting for me to say, because we host a more or less a gossip yeah. <laughs> celebrity uh, podcast. So she doesn't have to explain herself, but I am just confused by the timeline of her and Jason Sudeikis, and Jason Sudeikis happens to play, and it doesn't, it's not a character of him, it's not his character, play like the most lovable man that's ever seen the light of day on television. Did she come up with that, which is so funny? Or is that... Yeah. Yeah. Well, she came up with the, um, the initial commercial, where okay. he was just like a clueless... Yeah. Soccer uh, coach. Coach. Soccer coach, yeah. Um, but I am confused with the whole when did the dating start because she just posted about Harry when he first got on set and then the next p- pictures we saw were him taking her hand in hand to his manager's wedding Yeah, a couple months later. And I don't, I don't know. I Her oh, talking Harry said... up and all this, I know that, I know that she's like trying to promote her own movie. But she was like, Harry was a revelation, da, da, da. And I'm like, I mean, I saw Dunkirk. Harry, I saw Dunkirk because Harry, but Harry wasn't the best part of Dunkirk. Like, when, we, when you watch Dunkirk, it's funny because Dunkirk's so good, but you don't know any of the guys' names during, during the movie. They're just random soldiers. Yeah. And yeah. You're, you're watching but it no, but and you go, oh, Harry Styles. That's like, <laughs> yeah. oh. if I had to like name a character from that movie and I really like Dunkirk, but if I had to name a character, I'd be like, well, there was Harry Styles and, and there was uh, the guy and his dad, but I can't like. And Cillian Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> is he in that? Cillian Murphy is, yeah. I can't remember. He's the pilot. I, I was thinking Richard Madden was in that for some reason. Uh, no. No, the I'm new Joker that's going to be um, at the end. That, you saw the Batman, didn't you? The new Batman with Robert Pattinson? No. No, no, oh. no. I don't well, have at the end, they introduced who the new. <laughs> at, the, <laughs> at the end, they introduced the new Joker. Um, and he was in it. The young guy from that was in it. Um, okay. Anyway, I just, I also didn't believe that Harry was her first choice based off of. A, Hell no. A side role in this. Christopher Nolan movie. I, I, that is I her think trying maybe to she always had like a, in this pop star. Yeah, I, th- I think that's what it is. I'm, I, I just, I have a lot of questions about the relationship. But if they're happy, they're happy. But I just also have questions. <laughs> many. I mean, she did the world tour with them. She did. Like, I saw her in Nashville dancing. That's crazy. Yeah, I said. That's Olivia Wilde. And in those three hours that I was completely drunk and just a euphoric high of seeing Harry Styles live, I loved her. And then I loved her. <laughs> she's just her one of those celebrities that I can't be bothered to dislike her because she's so off my radar. Like, 
that's, when I first yeah. maybe that's why she affects me because she's so on my radar because of Harry. Well, she's only on my radar because of Harry now, but otherwise I really couldn't give two shits about her. Before that, she was on the show mm. Vinyl that I loved on HBO that only lasted one season, but she was like the mm. wife on there, and she was good on there, and I was like, oh, I like this lady, but I didn't even like bother to look at yeah. her name. Then I, I loved, loved her house. Booksmart. Oh, I did like her oh, house. Yeah. But I love yeah. Booksmart, and I was like, oh, yeah, like, she's not even in Booksmart, she just directs it. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that would be cool. Because we were even talking about this during the Met Gala, about whether her and Harry would go. And yeah. I was like, I don't know if she would even get invited. It it would have to be, like, her being Harry's date. Because yeah, she would go with Jason Sudeikis, but he would wear the, you know, funky Met Gala outfit. And she would just wear, like, a boring, mm-hmm. like, black dress or something. She was never the celebrity in their right. relationship. And now... Right. Booksmart put her on the map, but Dating Harry Styles put her into A-list territory. A-list territory. And I also didn't like this from Variety, and this has nothing to do with um, Olivia, but the the title, or what am I saying, on, to- on the Variety cover? Yeah. Was She's So Golden, which is... Oh, I liked it. Her boy... Like, it just... It sucks that she is, like... Harry Styles' girlfriend. She's Harry Styles' girlfriend. She was Jason Sudeikis' fiance. Like, it's and I know Olivia that her Wilde. being a director, huh? It's not yeah. just Olivia Wilde. It's Olivia Wilde, comma. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and maybe that's why she does love directing because she's finally making a name for herself and she gets to be a female director, like paving the way. Because there's and there's not a lot of actresses that have made the transition transition from actress to just like successful director at least, but. Yeah, it's so anyway, funny. That's... I quite literally do. She's got one of those faces that is not very memorable, no, like not to be rude, but she just was like so under the radar. And now she is just thrusted. Everywhere. And I know a lot of Harry fans think that she like dated him to become this famous, but. No, I don't believe that. I, I do think that whatever they have, I I see a lot of Harry Stan saying that it's a fake relationship. I do think that they are in like a, a love, love because who would she's put up met with Anne this? and Gemma, his <laughs> no, mom and sister. Your name so. drop in the pit. Who is that? His sisters or parents? It's Anne mom. Twist and Gemma. His Anne is his mom. Gemma is his sister. <laughs> and he's with the kids, so I'm not is doubting he? the yeah. I'm not doubting that, you know, it's not a serious and, like, true relationship. I'm just still deciding if I like it, I guess. Yeah. Who am I? Also, it went against my girl Taylor Swift when they dated. I was Team Harry all the way. I was like, it's just another guy for her to write songs about. Not Harry. Oh, those are fighting. You know she gets mad when you say that. I know. We'll now, talk about her. Now this uh, podcast isn't going to upload because we're talking yeah. about her. <laughs> she blocks the internet if we talk about her. It's kind of insane. If yeah. we've ever not had an episode come up, we've talked crap about Taylor Swift, which is not that often. Something in the Even though I do have Something a couple bad things to say about her later on, but not nothing too bad. We've talked worse about her. She's not even going to get the brunt of my... <laughs> of the Ariana Wrath. You know, it's funny. I've been to her concert. It's not like I hate her. It's just... I think yeah. she's super annoying. <laughs> I was going to say, she just annoys you. That's exactly Taylor the artist versus Taylor the person. Wow. 
Talk about separating art and the music. I yeah. <laughs> the music perfectly fine. Her, uh-huh. oh, I think I followed her oh. on Instagram for like one day, and I was like, oh, I cannot do this. Really? Oh, I can, oh, the stupid fucking cats. The blank face she makes in pictures. Yeah. Oh, you know her. Her fence does probably the worst thing on this planet. I'm, yeah. You're probably right. All right. Speaking of Instagram. Yeah. Let's talk about euphoria. Fucking falling apart. Meanwhile, Zendaya's in Budapest filming. <laughs> she's Everybody's she's in, in Budapest. Budapest. Florence. Everybody's Tenny. minding their business yeah. in Budapest. <laughs> All the big stars are in Budapest filming Dune. All the losers yeah. are in America. Now, um, <laughs> promoting. Don't worry, darling. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. So Sydney Sweeney, oh, yeah, we'll start with her. Sydney Sweeney is one of the many Euphoria girlies to be in some trouble. I will say I'm not going to talk about something happened with Hunter Schaefer this weekend, this last oh, week. Do I know about that? I don't want to talk about it because I want to be respectful and not fuck up the terms, and I'm gonna. But something happened with like. Some kind of disagreement that trans it. people have about. Okay. I, I, I'm not going to touch it. Okay. You guys can look it up if you'd like to know. I'm sorry. I don't want to get in trouble for saying the wrong thing unintentionally Fair, because yeah. I have nothing against the trans community, but I don't want to just be right in my mouth and slip off and say something bad. Okay. Right. So we'll start with Sydney Sweeney. She had a 60th birthday party for her mom and posted pictures. And um, and the theme was a hoedown. And um, she posted pictures of her mom, her, her dad, her brother, and tagged them all. And as you're scrolling through the pictures, they're all wearing, you know, country outfits. And you get to a picture and her dad's got on a Blue Lives Matter shirt, <laughs> which... If you guys didn't know, blue people do not exist. Um, and Blue Lives <laughs> Matter is quite literally only backlash for Black Lives Matter. Basically, mm-hmm. racist people support Blue Lives Matter. It is what it is. And if you disagree with me, suck it easy. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to justify that statement. That it is what it is. Doesn't need a justification. Yep. So then she tagged her brother and people went to her brother's pictures and her brother had posted a lot more pictures from the party, including these red hats that said, make 60 great again. And then if you Mm -hmm. go back and you look at Sydney's video she posted, you can see a lot of people wearing these hats. So they clearly Mm -hmm. gave them out at the party and they are monogrammed. They're real deals. It's not like they just put some stickers on some red hats. She went and got them made and deservedly so got some backlash from it and then um (laughs) she tweeted a few days after because honestly i think that if she would have just shut up she would have been fine but she went to try to justify it and she tweeted and said you guys this is wild an innocent celebration for my mom's milestone 60th birthday has turned into an absurd political statement which was not the intention. Please stop making assumptions. Much love to everyone and happy birthday, mom. Um, okay. <laughs> if you use someone's political campaign slogan, mm-hmm. 
That is inherently political. She's about as dumb as Cassie on Euphoria. <laughs> she apparently has method acting as well. She's a fucking idiot. And I really like her. But just be a little smarter. And it's just so ironic to me because two weeks ago, three weeks ago, we talked about her. And now she said she didn't have enough money to take two six months off work to raise a baby because she has to pay her team so much. What the fuck's your team doing? You, yeah. you aren't paying them <laughs> yeah. enough. You need to talk to Sam Levison and ask her a yeah. raise at Euphoria if this is the best you can do. And maybe hire a better PR. Get rid of we, Fairby Hart to and write, pay more to your... Uh, And the thing is, celebrities are so dumb to me because I swear that sometimes I think that they want the backlash because you could have really just not posted the pictures. Or when you got a couple comments about people saying, what's up with the Blue Lives Matter shirt? Delete it. Right. Like, it's it's not rocket science. Like, I I don't do anything like racist, but I do stuff that I don't post because I don't want people to comment and be like, oh, what were you doing Friday? Like... Right. I feel like that's everybody. You don't have to post your every single move. None of your right. fans give a shit that your mom turns 60. We're here for your boobs. Yeah. Like- <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> and there's the tagline. <laughs> I just don't understand why. Why post it? I don't know. Also, we're not... We're two women. We're not objectifying her for her boobs. That, no. sh- that shouldn't have to be said. But no. yeah, I agree. I Or just like if somebody commented, just like respond back and be like, actually, she couldn't even. That was a very much a Blue Loves Matter shirt. Yeah. And you can't, yeah, you can't deny the red hat and you can't. <laughs> and it's funny, like the affiliation they have with a hoedown and being MAGA people. Like, mm-hmm. you could have had a Hannah Montana hoedown. For a 60th. <laughs> for a 60th birthday yeah. party. That's what yeah. I want Matt's 60th birthday party to be. Specifically, yeah. Hannah Montana hoedown throwdown. But, yeah, you you could do that and not have Republican slogans and statements and mm-hmm. far-right and messages. And then say it's not political. And then say it's not political. We're not idiots. You, yeah. My eyes don't. I I don't have perfect vision, but I have glasses. I can see. <laughs> I it doesn't make any sense. Um but <laughs> the tweets have been fucking hilarious. Are you commenting? Are you sure you're not auditioning for Oklahoma? <laughs> I love the ones that was like, where's Sydney Sweeney on January 6th? <laughs> and, <laughs> and the one you sent that was like Sydney Sweeney and Nancy Pelosi's bathtub, and it's the picture yeah. of her riding from Euphoria. <laughs> um. <laughs> what else happened in Euphoria World? Because that's not the only thing that That's not the week. only thing. Um, Barbie Ferreira, is that how you say her name? Yes. She's cat on Euphoria, has left the show. Um, if you watched last season, you noticed that her cut her scenes were substantially cut. Um, and apparently she and Sam Levison got into it, which I, we should do a bet. Like, I'm sure Vegas has this bet, probably. Mm. We're at five years on some weird shit coming out about Sam Levison. Yeah. He is. I totally agree. A weird guy. There is no reason that Euphoria cannot be set in college and just make them adults. But, mm-hmm. anyway. 
So she's left the show. Um, she didn't really cite any reasons as to why she left. She just said it was like one of the greatest roles she's ever had. And she appreciates the fans. And she appreciates her time on there. But she didn't say like, thank you, Sam. Thank you, HBO. It was just kind of like, yeah, I'm leaving. Um, and she is one of the few cast members we've heard speak out and say that she confronted the director about how she didn't like where her character was going, the character arc, mm -hmm. um, which I think a few of them, after last season, a few of them probably should have spoke out and said, like Cassie, yeah. for instance, like Sydney Sweeney should have mm -hmm. spoken up and said she didn't like where her character like arc was going. But as part of her speaking out, Sam significantly cut her story because Kat was like a very big part of season one. I feel like we saw more of Kat's background than even Maddie's. Oh, 100%. And so, and Cassie's. Yeah. Probably. So We really didn't know all that much about Cassie season one. Just that no. she was had that older football player boyfriend who was assaulted and that they was never it. followed up on that. Mm -mm. It doesn't seem like, I mean, obviously we're, we're a while away from season three. It doesn't seem like they're going to follow up on Rue losing all those drugs. Spoiler alert, if you haven't watched, but whatever. Yeah. With the crazy lady? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that show is just falling apart, it seems. I, I see it being a three or four season run, and they quit. Yeah. Zendaya's got yeah. her Emmy from it. She's going for the Oscar now. She's like, all right, done with TV. None of the rest of the cast is big enough to pull the show without her. No. It's just gonna... I think one more member is maybe gonna get, like, a movie. It, it doesn't have to be a big movie. And then I could just see it, like, done. Fall apart, it seems. It might be yeah, Sydney Sweeney. She's the only person that's really working a lot besides... Besides Zendaya. Yeah. I could also see Nate getting something. Oh, yeah. Whatever his name is. Jacob Elordi. Jacob Elordi, yeah. But that's about it. Mm -hmm. Those kids better start. No offense to my good friend. My good friend? My good sis, Alexa Demi. But she better start <laughs> taking some acting classes. Because be Maddie is, without a doubt, like... I, I love Maddie's character, but she's, without a doubt, got the worst acting of the cast. Who was she recently seen with? Like, big stars, like, hanging out with. Was it Bella Alexa Hadid? Or... Yeah. I don't know. She's hanging out with some, like, big names, just, like, casually. She really... The Hadids, or... Oh, it was the Hadids. I was like, all right. Sydney Sweeney needs to take a lesson from Zendaya and Alexa Demi and post less on social media. Mm. I kind of hate that I can't find anything about Alexa Demi online, but... Including her age. It, yeah. She's older than us. There's pictures yeah. of her, like, in the club in 08 with the Kardashians. And she's saying she's 24. So, Come you're on. telling us you were 10 years old in the club? <laughs> Come on. Um, but that's... Euphoria. We'll see what happens. Hopefully. I just don't... If the show's not gonna make it, 
give us a solid ending. Yeah. yeah the ending's going to be... They need to tie up. They're going to kill Rue. I can feel it. She's going to OD eventually. Yeah, maybe. And they'll show you the effect of how it, like, hurts everyone around her. Yeah. Yeah, they also need to tie up Jacob, or, um, Nate's dad. Oh, yeah. Um, I also felt like that relationship between Alexa Demi and then, uh, Mila. Minka Kelly. Minka Kelly. That was odd. I feel like we didn't get enough explanation on that, because there seemed to be, like, undertones of, like, them being they into were gonna each other date or something. Bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's then, a weird show. And Sam Love is saying how they're going to deal with Kat being leaving. Like, what are they going to do? She and... transferred. And Fez? Freaking Fez and Lexi and the little. Ashtray. Ashtray? Yeah. Well, Ashtray died. Right. But we have to like follow up on that. and Yeah. God, there's just so much next season. He can't it's do it. It's almost like they don't need a new like plot. They just need to tie up and explain. All the sense. Yeah. Yeah. Now he's oh doing that show, The Idol, with The Weeknd and Johnny Depp's daughter and Jenny Ashtray? from Blackpink. Or Sam Levinson, sorry. Sam Levinson. Yeah. And that looks terrible. Apparently The the Weeknd's a cult leader and uh-huh. is dating Johnny Depp's daughter. What's her Lily name? Lily Rose. Lily Rose. And pulls her into a cult she's like a pop singer interesting and it's like from the sick and twisted minds of sam levinson and the weekend we're like yeah we know you're sick and twisted sam levinson yeah i have so many teenagers nude yeah i know teenagers have sex i'm i went to high school i get it but like right don't even see it come on why are you writing scripts about this i guess is my question more than us seeing it was it episode okay. one or two? Even of season one, it was just like penis after penis after penis, penis after, after penis. penis. I think it was like the second episode. And I was like, oh, my Lord. This is. Oh, the locker room scene. Yeah. Yeah. It was just. It was a lot. It was right. too much. Okay. So um, also this past week, I think it was maybe even just like two or three days ago, Britney Spears uh, posted a 22 minute voice note on Twitter, which was like nearly immediately made private. Um, (laughs) and she sounded, um, like I had sent it to you this, this morning because I was listening to clips of it. Probably the most coherent we've ever heard her sound. I feel like on her Instagram captions, it's just so like, um, what is it when you're just like free thinking and typing or just, Whatever comes to mind, like you're saying. brainstorming? God, I was going to say er- erratic. It does. Like, her captions are very erratic. and But in this voice note, she sounded just like she knew exactly what she wanted to say. She wasn't. It's like whoever is writing her captions and the woman that was speaking in this voice note are two different people. Because there's no way that. No. That it, that it could be the same. Um, so in this voice note. um she had said that she was given a lot of opportunities to basically state what she'd said some things um, in this, but she was given a lot of opportunities to be interviewed, including Oprah, but she was scared 
of the judgment that would come with whoever and whatever avenue of she chose, which that makes breaks sense. my heart because she's true. Like that's that's exactly what would happen. Yeah. Um, she repeated that she wasn't sure what she did to deserve any of this, and it never made any sense to her. And that the conservatorship had started after she had spoken to a doctor in a British accent. And apparently right after that appointment, a SWAT team had circled her home and taken her away on a gurney. And there was absolutely no trace of drugs or alcohol in her system. And during that, either it was like that day or on the way to the hospital, wherever they were taking her, her dad had said, I'm Britney Spears and I'm calling the shots. Um, So from then on, she was basically overdrugged, overworked, um, including tours and acting and albums and that her spark didn't start coming back until 2016 when she was recording her album glory but in that meantime she just felt like she was a robot and she was she knew that all of her shows and her residency well she didn't even go through with the residency in vegas um but all of her shows were just trash because she felt like she just had no like spirit and had no control over her life um And she said that when she was recording her 2016 album, she started to feel that spark come back and that it was coming from a place of enlightenment where she was realizing what was happening to her. And the only question I do have regarding all of this was she wasn't allowed cash. She wasn't allowed to make her, you know, own choices on anything but she had said that that's when she realized um she needed and then she got a lawyer I don't understand how she was able to fight being in a conservatorship while being in a conservatorship if that makes sense if she wasn't allowed cash then how did they allow her and how did she get access to a lawyer to fight this i guess unless Um, somebody did it on her behalf i think that that is the case because remember there was like in one of those documentaries she used to like go to the bathroom and they would Mm -hmm. have a lawyer in there to like meet her okay but a couple times how did she even get in touch with that lawyer i guess is my question i think that she used like um the one assistant that her dad later on fired the one lady that was super close to her um, was like her Fee- assistant since she was a kid. Is that their name? Uh huh. What'd you say? Fifi? Felicia? Yeah. Yeah. That Felicia. is who I think she used. And then a couple backup dancers. Okay. So and... like some people were made aware. Um, yeah. There was a guy, I don't remember, I think he was her manager also for a time, Sam Lefty, which also I don't think he was great either. But. After, let me make sure who this guy was real quick. I think he was Britney's manager at one point. Um, he, he was accused of giving and drugging Britney. But after Britney had posted this on Twitter, her mom had posted like this Instagram post, obvious, as she always her does, saying, the worst. sucks. Yeah. Um, saying, Britney, you know, this isn't true. I wish we would have had this talking private face to face and sam's lefty screenshot of that put it on his story being like you're a liar why are you even making more lies saying that you were trying to help your daughter you never were 
even though he was definitely part of Britney's more or less downfall. Um, so maybe you're right. Maybe there were people like in the beginning who knew that this wasn't right and tried to get her help. And then slowly she was able to yeah, get an, a lawyer. I guess. I, I don't know. I always wonder if Sam ever tried to help her. That's why yeah. I kind of wanted her to do an interview because. Because he was being something... paid by Britney Spears, Inc. And essentially her dad. Like, yeah. I want to know more questions. Of, I want to know like about her social media. Care about the, her. Because even when she, she's so coherent in this YouTube video, but her mm-hmm. videos on TikTok and Instagram are not coherent. Mm-mm. Even though, just, she, though she says she runs everything, they are night and day from what this YouTube video was. Even when she mm-hmm. talks, she does that. Okay, guys. Um. So yeah, and I. So um. And okay. you're asking my favorite movie, and my favorite movie is this. And Flowers. Th- yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then when she's and, dancing, it just looks like she's just spinning in circles. Like she's dancing. Like there's and I'm she can dance. Yet, it just seems, like you said, the, like the right word is erratic. It's just, I don't know. And they all seem like around the same time period. So I wonder if people were just, or whoever's running her Instagram account, because also it was taken down um, yeah. after this voice note was posted. The whole Instagram account was down, which makes me still, which furthers my belief that somebody who is not Brittany is running it. And all these videos and all these pictures look like a very disheveled Britney. And I just don't know if that's still her. I mean, I could be wrong. Yeah. But her I hair looks look. just like always a mess. Always the the a bleeding mess. bleeding uh, eyeliner, the or bleeding mascara, the shorts that are rolled four times around like we did in middle school with softies. Oh my god. Or so softies, whatever their shorts were. It just I saw a video of her and half of her like half of her vagina was out because the bottoms were so like low rise and I was like yeah that's why I thought she got kicked off Instagram I was like "Hmm? probably almost past their nudity policy it's also kind of wild to me that she's out of this conservatorship she is right why am I doubting that? Yeah. Maybe she's in the process. Of it. And she's nobody out. has come to help her. And maybe there are people helping her. But she doesn't seem like she's in a different place versus where she was before. No, she seems the like exact now she's same just way. living life. Yeah. Now she's just living life with no no one holding her back. Um I just thought that like maybe they'd get her into like a therapy. And she'd be off, like, social media for a while. And I don't know. I just thought maybe her life would be different post-conservatorship. And maybe she's in the process of doing that. But I don't know. She did drop a song with Elton John. Trash. (laughs) We have to call it for what it is. We have to call it for what it is. I think, was it you that said you were just like, John wanted to be like, I'm gonna help my girl out. Yeah, he definitely just wanted to do her a favor. Apparently, she's gonna collab with um, Madonna as well. But 
I don't love that idea. Yeah, talk about erratic. Yeah. I, I, I think that Madonna's not like... This is good. I don't think that she's mentally unwell how I think that Brittany is. I think Madonna has um, body dysmorphia. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. And, yeah. like... I don't think that there's a, a word for it, but like age phobia. She's so scared of yeah. being old. Uh, yeah. Same. Also, I don't think there's, yeah, I feel like I'm um, I just, I don't see, I know that they're probably doing it to like, um, dredge up old memories of their VMA kiss, but also like if Brittany needs to move forward, we don't need to like keep bringing her past, like. Hey, Brittany, remember who you used to be? Let's bring you back with these same people and, like, yeah. get that going again. Like, do something fresh. Like, maybe we need to be on Brittany's team. Um, they need us. I mean, truly, I would help her so much more than these than fucking Sam. I, yeah. I, I really, I can't wait to see um, where the hell her money is. That makes, mm-hmm. she has, I don't want to say no money. $60 million, though, is one tour. And yeah. she had a Vegas residency for years. She did tours after that. Like, mm-hmm. where is her money? That's that's a good question. Yeah, like, why? Unless that's also being investigated, and, like, there's so much that's, like, currently happening that we don't have answers to. But, like, who has been, I guess, like, auditing her dad's and, like, the company? Like, Britney Spears, like... Inc. Whatever it was like called, because there was like Britney Spears and there was Britney like the money making Britney Spears company. Doesn't make sense. I I I genuinely want to know where the money is. It's maybe not that's my why she hasn't agreed to like an official sit down interview because everything's still being investigated and she can't answer all these questions that we have until. Her dad wants to depose her, so that really is a good, actually, that's a really good, her lawyer probably told her not to do anything, not to mm-hmm. say anything yet. Hmm. Well, All right. what's next? We were talking about the queen of the VMAs, so <laughs> let's talk about the VMAs. Um. <laughs> Somehow they're still around. Why? 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 I watched a total of 45 minutes and I was like, I'll catch the rest on YouTube. I had to I watch asked House Ariana of the Dragon. Turn it on. And then I turned yeah. it off before, before she before did. I was pissed. I was like, you told me to turn this on. Um, so the 2022 VMAs were on Sunday. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to find something good to say about him. Okay. So... <laughs> First opening performance was good. Um, Jack mm-hmm. Harlow opened the show, and he sang his sh- his his song. His song. <laughs> I thought you were going to say first... shit song, and I was like, don't. No, I like it. Yeah. His song with Fergie. No, his song first class. Yes, which samples Fergie, and as he's singing it, um, actually, it's really cool. So we started off in a plane, and a bunch I told of the... you you were gonna love it. <laughs> I knew you would. <laughs> It was not worth me turning off Housewives, okay? Let's okay, not get, but, let's not get it I'm too just confused. Glad. Ariana's been on a anti-Jack 
Uh, yeah, he's just bothering me right now. I don't he's know why. But I felt like this this performance could lure her in back to the pro Jack side. So I just think my eyes are clear now, and I was like, did I think this man was attractive? <laughs> and still is. It's okay, the chicken continue. shop date and nothing else. Okay. Um, <laughs> so he's in a plane and he's dressed up as like a stewardess. I think that's a girl, but whatever. A steward and all these celebrities sitting there and then he walks out and he's on stage and he sings like the first half of first class. Then he says, ladies and gentlemen, Fergie. And then Fergie came out and sang Glamorous, which, wow, what an album. Um, So good. (laughs) What what else happened? Johnny Depp was... Oh, yeah. The astronaut, which was... Weird? so, so, So weird. Um, Nicki Minaj won the Video Vanguard Award, um, which is, I, mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) mm-hmm. Did you watch, did you watch her, um, like, performance before accepting the award? Yeah, she was so out of breath the whole time. She was out of breath. I also didn't like her outfit, but it reminded me of Sherry Hill. Do you remember Sherry Hill in high school? The The prom prom dresses? dresses? Yeah. Yeah. That went to just, like, right below your... Right above your knee. Yep. And she had on she had colored contacts. She looked very much like, you know, 2012 Nicki Minaj. Yeah. It was the hot pink hair. Yeah. Yeah. Um But she does have banger after banger. Yeah, but video vanguards for videos. And I I can't name like great. Yeah. Great Except video. for like Anaconda. That's Anaconda's the only one I'm thinking of too. Yeah. I barely remember the Moment for Life video. I remember that. I don't remember. I don't know if there was a video. Super bass. It was like all pink. Yeah. Um. What else did she sing? Bees in the Trap. Did, did Bees in the Trap have a video? Not that I remember. She opened with Monster, which I enjoyed. But she yeah. also didn't sing the entire verse, which was upsetting for me because... <sighs> If you were singing it too. I, yeah. I was like, oh, th- we, okay, we skipped that whole. <laughs> no, 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 no don't stop. Yeah. <laughs> um, Eminem and Snoop Dogg, they did a whole metaverse, like, NFT board apes thing. No. Like, do the celebrities not know that we're over that? That's so... We're not doing the NFTs. I'm it's glad I it's over. That. Um, my baby. <laughs> Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny. He was performing over at um, Yankee Stadium, but they did like a, what do you call it? Like a remote performance. Yeah, remote. And he won Artist of the Year. Taylor Swift won Video of the Year for um, the All Too Well 10 Minute version. They also- Go ahead. ahead, Lean into it. I know that you have (laughs) Okay. So I texted Courtney for the 45 minutes that we watched that- Never in the history of the VMAs, and I know this because I've watched probably every one since 1992, have never shown the long-form video of the year. And I was like, they're just making sure she gets on the stage. We had to endure her fucking audience dancing. I have had such a pleasant time of not seeing her in the audience of award shows and how does she write so many songs and not have any rhythm? It's not. <laughs> I don't understand it. It's so, so bad. 
Do you know why they did it other than just giving her an award? I'm sure you Oh, seen. she announced her new album. Well, no. Oh. You know what, what the date was? It was Oh, it's it was so it was 13 years to the day. You guys can't see me rolling eyes. <laughs> I know, I'm just, I'm adding to Ariana's story. It was 13 years to the day that Kanye got up and did his infamous. <laughs> okay, uh, but let's talk about it. Yeah. Kanye so, was a dick, but he wasn't wrong because... We have had this discussion, and I agree, I agree. How do you win? How does Beyonce win video of the year? That means it was the best video of the mm-hmm. entire year, but not win best female video of the year if it's the best video of the year it's the best video of the year not just female it's the best of the best i mean she should sweep every category Mm -hmm. kanye went wrong and nobody remembers the you belong with me video except for like us her holding up the signs single ladies is quite literally like iconic iconic it is beyonce's purple rain unfortunately yeah. I hate Single yeah. Ladies, the song. Uh, yeah, I know. We talked about this on an episode that didn't get published because we talked shit about Taylor Swift. But oh, That was such a good episode. When they play Single Ladies for the, the bouquet toss at weddings, how fucking degrading. It makes me so mad. <laughs> I, I never go out there. I'm like, I'll be fucking single forever <laughs> if you play this damn song again and make me go out there and push and shove a bunch of yep. other women so we can pray to God, a the guy man. will marry us. Yep. Yeah, I agree. And meanwhile, guys go out and for the to do toss it. and they all dodge it. Yeah. That's, God, that's so true. It's also super upsetting that such a negative moment, because I also agree, it's my, I hate that part of a wedding. Like, I truly do. Um, that it's associated with Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> like, why couldn't the we have queen of yeah, like why couldn't it have been somebody else that released the somebody, same song, but it's just not being Beyonce? Somebody had to have a song where they talk about being single besides Beyonce. Somebody desperate, aren't they? Yeah. Ah, uh, jeez. Um, we got off track, but yeah. Taylor Swift did not have the album of the year 13 years ago, but she announced her new album, Midnights, which is coming out. Um, yeah. And on Kim Kardashian's birthday. I saw that. <laughs> October 21st. What's up with celebrities track. doing pure rollouts again? Not that I Taylor does. It. Well, she did do surprise albums with Evermore and Folklore. Yeah. I guess when we're referring to Wired rollouts, it's truly just Beyonce and Taylor. Because they're the only two recently that have... Yeah. I guess Harry kind of did. Yeah. Adele. Harry. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I mean these are the big people. But we're glad that rollouts are back. I think we had this conversation. We need a oh, single. Yeah, I love it. We need to build anticipation for two to three months, and yeah. in that meantime, we need promo. We need to see you doing interviews. We need to see you. Uh, we need to slowly then get the album cover, and then we get the track list. And, and that's why we we've been listening video. to to um, we've been listening to Renaissance nonstop because we got I like, texted you before this podcast, and I was like Renaissance. It doesn't get old. It is Beyonce's it best work. It's so bad. It is best it's work so in general, bad. regardless if I can't Beyonce stop was attached to it. to it. Oh, Ugh. if uh, My this is gonna be a... America has a problem. Same. I said that this morning. Okay. Did you? Yeah. I. If. All right. I'm sorry to bring up Renaissance again, 
I think part two is going to be an R&B album. Hmm. I think part three, mm-hmm. I don't know why I think it's going to be a three-part thing. I think part mm-hmm. three will be visuals for both. Maybe visuals for oh. one and there'll be a part four God, that's visuals for the other. I hope we don't have to other. wait that long for visuals. I know. If any, or maybe like, part two. visuals for this? Yeah, maybe part two. She's in fucking Croatia right now. Maybe part two Ugh. will be visuals for Renaissance part one. And then part three will be the R&B album. And then part four will be the... Now, what makes you think R&B album? Um, What have you seen? What have you heard? She put out, like, a single with the Isley Brothers mm-hmm. that kind of flew under the radar. Um, She also keeps doing notes on her website that says, like, I just think R&B because that's like Beyonce's bread and butter. But mm-hmm. I th- I don't think that this is the end of it. And I think that what her plan is, is to have this album be in contention for album of the year for this Grammy. Oh, yeah. The next album be in contention for album of the year for, for the following Grammys. But I think that, she, no offense to Miss uh, Adkins, she's got to beat Adele for album of the year this year. Yeah. 30 was kind yeah. of a flop. I know, like, the Grammys love Adele, hate Beyonce, but 30, without a doubt, is Adele's worst album. And it's not terrible, but it's her worst album. Um, Yeah, I'd agree with that. I think they'll give, um, shit, easy on me, I think they'll give Adele record of the year. For that. Yeah. Album to Beyonce. Single. I don't know. We don't have to debate Grammy predictions six months we'll away. We'll get there. But when the Grammys I come. Think, yeah. I think they'll give Adele at least record of the year. But maybe like single and album will be Beyonce. Well, for, I think. For, I see I see four. single going to Adele. Because what maybe. single do you pick? I guess it'd be like. Break my soul. Yeah. Renaissance is too cohesive to pick one song. Yeah. Oh, I, I know where we drink I wine. I keep thinking this perfect. is the year of Silk Sonic, but Silk Sonic. They're done. Blast, God bless. So. Yeah. We That's love we them and then we're tweet. like, okay. All right. All right enough's enough. Yeah, we got it. Um, we got it. Only one last thing I want to say about the VMAs and then I... Um, done until I get to my sour grapes um Addison Ray, the TikTok star her mom was there Addison was not there but Addison's mom was there with rapper Young Gravy which you do know one of his songs have you ever heard that song it's like damn gravy you so vicious you so clean so delicious nope ain't heard that on the TikTok okay nope. making Momo feel <laughs> young again um <laughs> I had no yeah. idea who this person was. I, I was Googling him as he was making out with this older woman who I also did not know who it was. And they were being interviewed on the carpet. And I was like, who Who are these people? Yeah. That's Im- hard pressed to get me to say I feel bad for Addison Ray, But. Yeah. But. Uh, damn. I feel bad for Addison Ray. Your, da- your parents let you be exploited when you were like 16, 17 on TikTok. Yeah. And then the second you're 18, 
they start like using you for clout. Yeah. Terrible parents. Terrible parents. Wasn't her dad okay. cheating? Like that was the first scandal. Like her dad cheated on her mom with somebody younger than her. Yeah. Well, they came up on the yeah they came up on the screen. Uh, young gravy and her name's like Cherry. Maybe right? yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And that young, this young gravy guy referred to her as the queen of milfs, and I was like, "Am I getting old, or like, is this actually like a truly irrelevant person?" And he's just like hyping her up. And then once I realized it was Addison Ray's mom, I was like, "Oh no, I'm just old." Because I don't um, know. Yeah, he is. is. They are. <sighs> we gotta bring back fame. Um. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We we need celebrities, like actual celebrities to bring back, again. What What do you always say? We need to bring back bullying. Fuck yeah! Where we need to bully this woman, like to oblivion. I don't want to see it. First of all, Addison Ray has no bas- business being famous. No. So yeah. why do I get? Why are we talking about her fucking parents? We gotta yeah. make adjustments in this country. Yeah. <laughs> can't take too much more of this i need real celebrities i i i think that we should go i want all celebrities to have a super curated social media Mm. presence Mm -hmm. and we know nothing about their personal lives unless it's secret and i want gossip to be spilled through the tabloids through interviews through sit-downs through documentaries through tell-alls maybe we'll make red hats and we'll say bring back the 90s or make the 90s great the 2000s at least like (laughs) i don't want the paparazzi to be as bad as they were in the 2000s but yeah we are just oversharing there are people's lives that we should just never care about they should never be catapulted into fame Mm -hmm. like celebrity culture's done we're done we're done huh Right. Well, that's a podcast, guys. No, okay. yeah, <laughs> we're done. We're done. <laughs> um, okay, let's go ahead and let's get into our recommendations of this week. What do you got? Okay. Um, my recommendation is the Woodstock '99 documentary on Netflix. I don't remember what's talk 99 and this does a great breakdown i think it's two or three episodes and they talk about the festival which if you don't know turned deadly i guess mm-hmm. um there were riots and fires and oh rapes. man rapes so yeah that's a crazy a lot of sexual assault yeah yeah um a lot of underage kids getting screwed up um but they talk about it was just the most mishandled thing. The guys who did it are the biggest pieces of shit in the world. One of them died, and I don't feel bad. Um, <laughs> yeah, terrible people all around. But it's a great documentary, especially if you want to like hear about some like '90s bands and hear what they have to say about it. Because they have like guys from Corn on there. They have '90s like MTV VJs like doing some commentary. I t- when I was texting you about it, I was like, I don't. Don't think that it was on my radar because I was like seven years old or six years old, but I do remember my mom telling us we had to stop listening to Limp Biscuit. <laughs> I think After. I think the same. I don't think I was allowed to listen to Limp Biscuit. 
which I love Nookie, so that was a hard time for me. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a really good documentary. What a, I mean, maybe this is I don't, maybe subconsciously it's why I'm like so anti festivals. I have no desire to go to a festival. More power to the people who do want to do it, but like getting muddy, using porta potties, no showers, camping, not, not my cup of tea, like it's it's kind of crazy because it's like they're complaining about how expensive waters were and um they're like five dollar waters like and i was like man inflation's really kicking our ass five dollar water doesn't sound too bad um what's your i know right yeah what's your recommendation um i'm also gonna throw in um if you guys were like that but i think it kind of goes hand in hand if not the netflix one it's longer if you said it's two to three episodes. HBO has a really good documentary also on oh, them yeah. with Sock 99. Um, I don't know. You'll probably know because you watch the Netflix one. Does it touch on, like, the social climate of, like, men just, like, um, yeah. Girls Gone Wild at the time and, like, yeah, the Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky, how that shaped society and, like, men's view on women and... Like, super sexist society. Not that yeah. we're not in a sexist society now, but, like, even worse, just and that there 20 was only years ago. three female performers of the entire... And they were yelling lineup. at Cheryl Crow or Jewel to show their tits. Jewel, The yeah. whole time they were performing. Yeah, it was and... a super misogynistic time and a super misogynistic festival. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's kind of crazy. It was almost like a perfect storm, from what I remember, of the documentary, not of the time, because I wasn't there. I was <laughs> um, my recommendation: uh, the first two episodes came out today, and I'm I was immediately hooked. It's called "The Patient" on Hulu, featuring Steve Carell. Um, he seems to be a therapist who was abducted or taken by his patient who has a compulsion to kill. This is why this is why we uh, rearranged our. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so it seems like he's going to try and like help or maybe get himself in further danger by being chained to a bed by his his patient in the middle of the woods. What? So far, so good, though. Steve Carell is fantastic in uh, any serious. Steve Fantastic uh fantastic point blank end of sentence. Um, but I, I really enjoy him in like more serious roles. So. Check it out. I love first when, two episodes. I love are when comedic. Long. I love when comedic actors do, do serious like roles, drama and serious. Yeah, yeah, it's so it's, good. It's very good. Um. um okay, what's your what's it? Sour, sour grapes first? Yeah, yeah. My sour grapes. Taking it back to the VMAs a little bit, but it is Ari Spears. Um, he is a '90s comedian who has not had a job since Mad TV ended in 1998. And decided to open his big, fat, ugly mouth and talk shit about Lizzo. And oh, no. talking about her weight and her looks. And he can't believe people listen to her music. And meanwhile, I have taken dumps that look better than this man. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he had the audacity to talk about Lizzo, who, regardless of her size, is a beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. So I don't know who the hell he is to try to comment on her. And even if she was hideous makes great music so i don't know yeah. why he correlates why some somebody looking good and if we should listen to their music and she called him out at the vmas during her acceptance speech and oh, told him to keep uh her name out of her fucking mouth 
So love that. Very Nicki Minaj and um, Miley Cyrus. Miley, what's that. good? Miley, what's good? <laughs> Miley being like, oh, dear, I, I, I didn't mean it. I think you're a great artist. <laughs> I didn't mean it. All right. Uh, my sour. Um, if anybody finally took our recommendation, because I feel like we recommended Love Island we at least too. twice to three times on this podcast, uh, is Davide from this past Love Island UK's season eight. He was him and Ekansu, for anybody who doesn't know, won this last season of Love Island. Ekansu has been in LA, and it seems that David has been out. Davide, David, Davide. <laughs> He's the Italian Davide. stallion. Yes was out to play he was seen getting into a cab with two blondes and a little sus we don't know what's going on but i don't trust it i think they were both in it as as anybody uh and for like um uh, instagram followers and the fame and whatever boohoo deals that they can get yeah and nasty out deals whatever um but yeah we'll follow up if if they break up and if by following up we'll just simply state I can see and Davide have broken up. <laughs> yeah, it'll be two seconds because it's happening. Two but, uh... seconds. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right. right. We're short. For crush Grape's short. Um, my Crush Grape is Nessa, the MTV VJ, bringing it back, and Colin Kaepernick, who had a baby. Um, I don't know when they had the baby because <laughs> they were both super duper private, but they have said that they had a baby recently. And good for them. I think they'll be good parents. Um, That's sweet. I didn't know that they were married, actually. I don't think that they are married. I didn't know they were together, I guess, at all. But yeah, they've been married. Whatever context. They've been together for a good while. But um, I like that. I like when people, they've been together since 2015. Jeez. But I like, again, celebrities who know how to keep it quiet and tell us what after we beg. <laughs> Who's your crush kick? Mine is Megan the Stallion. She is officially in the greater uh, MCU Marvel Cinematic Universe. She recently announced that she's going to star as a client on She-Hulk. Um, I know next to nothing about yeah. Hulk or Marvel things, but I guess maybe the Hulk people can... <laughs> Confirm or deny. Oh, she, I guess she the Hulk, Hulk is a lawyer. Is, yeah, she Hulk attorney. At she's law. a cl- yeah in this and uh, Megan <laughs> Stallion's so gonna be a client stupid. in this episode because it's a TV show. Apparently, another thing I don't know about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, but good for her. Also, she just recently put out an album called um, Traumazine. You guys, go check it out. Yeah. That's that's why we're just ending with Crush because people like Megan the Stallion can go out on a good note. Yeah. And we love her. Being sad. Yeah. Yeah. That's our episode, guys. As always, (laughs) follow us on Instagram through the Great Fun Pod. Um, Ariana puts fun polls up. You guys Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to find something to put up this week. Um, Follow us on Twitter through the Vine Pod, T H R U. Courtney's going to tweet about Kardashians whenever that starts back up. Uh, um, which is like September 22nd, I believe, actually. I'm I believe. Lie. I watched, ex- exactly I watched the trailer. I cannot tell a lot. Call me Abe Lincoln. Yeah. Um, 
But uh, in the meantime, follow as Ariana tweets about Housewives and all things Bravo. Yee. I tweet other TV shows too, if I can yeah. remember. That's true. But yeah. As always, right. thanks to Ethan, uh, editing and producing, and we'll see you guys next week. All right. Bye. Bye.